43-year-old Jasmine is struggling with the pandemic and recently lost her dream job as a marketing director for Disney. Confused as to what to do next, Jasmine is questioning the true meaning of life. It's as if she's suddenly woken up from a deep sleep and realizes nothing is as it seems. Shy and reserved, Jasmine walks on eggshells, especially around her 64-year-old husband, Gray Frost. Deep inside, Jasmine dreams of living a fulfilled life. But where will she find the energy to face reality when everything is crumbling under her feet? Will she dare make different choices and learn to assert herself? Well, to find out, stay tuned as every week your host, Nadia Fleury, will be sharing a new episode of Assertive Radiance. Hello and thank you for listening. I hope you are doing well. I really appreciate that you are here listening to my stories. And today's episode, Daring to Ask. The early morning sun gently caressed Jasmine's delicate features. It felt like being on a beach, she thought. But how could that be? Usually, it's dark until she's in the kitchen. Wanting to enjoy the moment for as long as possible, she didn't dare opening her eyes. It was a moment of peaceful bliss, something she didn't experience in over 20 years. As she adjusted her pillow, something sharp pricked her finger. She opened her eyes to see what had caused the pain. It was Alan Knight's business card. She smiled. She had put it underneath her pillow, wanting to sleep with the thought that there are people in this world who care about others. Looking around, she suddenly remembered. Yesterday night, after the incident with Gray, she had moved from the master bedroom to the guest bedroom. And for the first time in years, she had left the window unobstructed. Gray always insisted on having the room in total darkness, and so for years she accommodated his needs. Cold and dark seemed to be Gray's way to live. The truth is, she loved waking up with the sun, and now the whole bedroom was immersed in the sun coming from the east side window. Why did she not think of changing the room sooner? The fear of the unknown, she thought. In her mind, she revisited last night's event with Gray. For the first time in years, she finally dared to assert herself. But she lost her composure once again when she had come to retreat into her master bedroom. Away from Gray, she cried in earnest, cleansing the build-up mix of adrenaline, stress, and the humiliations she felt when he smeared food onto her face. An hour or so later, when she had calmed down, she had decided that it was over between her and Gray, but she wasn't ready to announce it just yet. After all, she was still unemployed. Although she appeared brave yesterday when Gray reminded her of her financial precarity, she was very much aware 
of her vulnerability in not sustaining herself financially. Not wanting to dwell any longer on Grey, her mind went to Alan Knight. The little girl in her wanted to reach out to him yesterday, but the grown-up felt it was wiser to do her due diligence. For a start, making sure the business card really belonged to the man she had met. A quick visit to his website confirmed that he was the gentleman in question. At first, Jasmine was thrilled about the news, but the more she browsed, the more she grew concerned. Not that he wasn't a good person. By the look of his website, Alan Knight was larger than life. He had his own Wikipedia page, which was great info, for instance that he was 50 years old, married with two children. Whoa, this man will never have a minute for me, she thought. He's way out there. But he seemed so down to earth when she had met him. Her mind was playing tricks. She suddenly felt a tinge of worries. In some ways, she dreamt of meeting Alan again. Not that she had fallen in love with him. After all, she wasn't free either. And up until yesterday, she never considered leaving Grey. For her, Grey was, perhaps, not nice, but familiar. She knew how to navigate around him. In truth, she was more afraid of living on her own than Grey's unpleasantness. But yesterday, something happened. It was as if the Holy Spirit was nudging, suggesting that there is more of life if she dared ask. What would her life be if her fate was untarnished by the fear of retribution? Something happened, but she could not explain what it was. On one side, Gray, who went as far as physically abusing her, and Alan, who've shown in five minutes more empathy towards Jasmine than Gray has ever done in 20 years. Secretly, Jasmine dreamed of being able to just sit down with Alan and have a conversation. Part of her yearned for meaningful connections, and this man was undoubtedly full of meanings, and by the look of his testimonials, he was also full of connections. Jasmine had millions of questions to ask. What was his secret to living a fulfilled life? What was his purpose, his big why? These thoughts made her wonder what was her big why. She had been under Grace thumbs for so long, she forgot that she had the right to live an emancipated life. Jasmine's heart ached in so many ways, but she saw the loss of her job as a blessing in disguise. It gave her time to ponder about her life and where she was heading. Why was she hiding? Why was she playing small? Why didn't she put her foot down sooner? Jasmine knew she needed outside support to help her cope with what's to come. She believed Gray wouldn't let Jasmine win any battle. Yesterday's interaction took him off guard, but Jasmine was sure he would strike back. Hungry, she went downstairs to the kitchen. Well, her hunch was accurate. 
It appeared Gray had deliberately sifted flour all over the kitchen floor. Peeking ahead into the dining room, it appeared Gray hadn't done any cleaning either. The funny part in all this was that Gray was retaliating with something which irritated him more than her. He was the one insisting on a meticulous house, unless he was using the house chores as a mean to diminish Jasmine. Jasmine did have standards for living in a clean home, but she wasn't as fussy as he was. Or perhaps seeing the food on the floor was nothing compared to being emotionally and physically humiliated. Wondering how long he would play that game, she decided to ignore the mess and resume making herself some breakfast. She was resolute not to let Gray's shortcoming affect her happiness of the moment. She had won at least one battle. She took a stance in moving away from the master bedroom. She stuck to her words that she is no longer partisan to his miseries and will not allow him to ever use her as a punching bag. As she was eating breakfast, her mind traveled back to Alan Knight. She felt compelled to reach out to him, but felt sheepish. After all, tears are not for the public eyes. That's what Gray told her years ago when she bursted into tears after finding her cat had died. She was too distressed to think at the time, but in the months after, she suspected Gray had something to do with the mysterious way it had died on his watch. It had happened five years ago, after her big promotion at Disney, around the time when Gray turned sour. The thought of it all made her feel teary again. Why was she no longer able to keep her composure? She was on edge, one moment thrilled with her accomplishment and the next minute turned into a human fire hose. As Jasmine reached out for more tissues, Miss Jane spoke softly from within. Jasmine, be patient with the process. You are grieving your old self, which is no longer serving you. Any new beginning means to let go of something old. Remember, you have been conditioned to repress your feelings for so long. The pain of suffering is hundredfold. Notice how lighter you felt afterward. Nature doesn't judge your tears any more than the dew on the morning grass. Similar to an apple seed that it's about to germinate, tears are essential as they provide the necessary moisture to break open the shell you created around your heart. Only when you break free of the entrapment will you blossom in a new way. To ease the pain, Keep breathing deeply into your belly and don't let the weed of fear and self-doubt occupy your mind. Otherwise, you will never flourish. And remember Alan's message. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will open for you. Startled by the awakening wisdom, Jasmine looked at the back of Alan's business card again. He did 
welcome people who dare ask, she thought. She went upstairs in her new room and texted him. Hi, Alan. I'm Jasmine. We met briefly in the parking lot at the grocery store. Well, I found your business card at the bottom of your tote, and I want to reach out to you to say thank you for showing so much kindness. I felt better after seeing you, as you made me see that there are still some amazing gentlemen out there that do care. To truly express my gratitude, I would love to invite you for a cup of coffee. And she pressed sent before she changed her mind. And for the first time in her life, Jasmine dared to ask. This concludes this episode today. If you want to know what happened next, you got to tune in next week. And on that note, I thank you so much for listening. And if you feel this episode can help a friend, please share it. And in the meantime, please stay safe, healthy, and Let's chat next week. Have a fabulous day.